I'm joined by the Chairman and CEO of Brisbane Royal, Kaz Patafsa. Kaz, uh, thank you for coming on our season preview. Of course. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, how have you found uh, being at the club so far in your time? Fantastic. It's um, This is a joy because this is really something that um, I wouldn't consider a job. It's, it's a passion. It's a true deep-rooted passion and something that I've strived to... to to put myself in a position along with Zach to, to be able to um, to fulfil a role like this. How did it, how did it come for you to be involved with the club and, and uh, as sort of taking on this role? Look, it's a long journey, um, but I think the owners were looking for a fresh change and this time around they were looking for a leadership um, group uh, or top management that were going to be a lot more hands-on but probably could bring together the football um, experience someone that's actually been out there, someone that knows what it's like to to compete at top level, but also um, who's gone away and, and and spent a bit of time outside of football and, and built um, some corporate experience. Um, and and I think bringing those things together um, have allowed me to position myself well to to take on this role. How is your relationship with obviously with the Backery groups group and as far as you know uh, getting to what you need for, for the club so far? Very good. They've been fantastic to both Zach and, and myself. And I think that as our tenure progresses, um, you know, we're hoping to um, allow the Backerys to to reconnect with the club and, and fans and members who are desperate to hear from them as well. Um, but their support for us um, has been nothing but um, um, great and. Um, and I mean, so far, um, everything that um, we've been able to, to push ahead has been supported. So we're, we're very pleased to, to, to have an ownership group like that. And in the short time, has there been any challenges that you sort of weren't expecting to come across in the, between when you started now? I wouldn't say that. I mean, everyone's aware that there's a significant amount of challenges um, in place. But Zach and I are well prepared. We did our due diligence and I'm sure Zach's told you the same thing. But... Um, nothing has really popped up that we weren't expecting um, and that's something that we really prepped ourselves prior to taking on this role um, and we're extremely confident that we can take the club on a path that um, allows it to become successful once again. The big topic of the week in the wake of the Australia Cup is the need for infrastructure, football infrastructure. How big of a challenge is that going forward for the club as well as the greater Queensland football community? I think we have to look at um, how successful the Women's World Cup was from um, an Australian New Zealand perspective the the issue is that the content's there um, the fans are there the families are there, people want football um, we're the largest participated sport from a grassroots level if I talk from a Queensland perspective, so yes the challenge has been there in terms of how we fund these um, propositions but for us to be able to have a home of football is crucial moving forward, not only from a Brisbane Raw perspective, but for football in general. Um, so we'll do our part. We'll do what we can um, to push that dialogue and to push that, um, uh, I guess, conversation forward. But for us, it's 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 not just about receiving funding. It's looking at a bigger vision for um, the home of football in Queensland. You did mention the Women's World Cup and obviously what a, what a big moment that was for football, not only in the state, but in this country. Uh, how do, as a club, how do you plan to sort of capitalise on that, I guess, that legacy, that, that sort of aftermath of the Women's World Cup? Well, the big thing for us is that um, putting the Women's World Cup aside, it's a huge motivation for us that our women's team is successful on and off the park. 
So obviously coming off the back of a, of a World Cup and the momentum, um, we want to capitalise in different ways, but without the strong foundations in the club, um, you know, there's only so much you can do. So we've got a record number of memberships. We've got a huge number of the Liberty Pass holders. Um, we've got that support, but what we want to get right is, is the team. Um, so led by Gareth at the moment, we've got a really good squad. What we're building is a really nice culture in our women's team, uh, but we want success. And, and with success, that allows us to drive um, further momentum. But just like the club as a whole, it is in a rebuild phase, including the women's um, uh, team as well. So the first step for us was enabling them to have all the resources available to them to perform at a high level. Um, but we'll continue to build upon that. But to have the, the success of the Women's World Cup, the fans are here. The fans are, are wanting um, a successful Brisbane Raw in the women's um, part, segment of our club. So um, we're keen to ensure that they've got everything at, at, at their disposal to, to have a great season. The women have four games at Ballymore uh, this season. Your predecessor was very, very big on pushing Ballymore as a home ground for the Raw you know, going forward. Has that uh, direction sort of changed with, with you taking over or is that still on track? It's still on track. I, I don't think that right now we can say that we're in a position to be picking and choosing or having preferences. I think what we want to do is ensure that Brisbane Raw um, has the best facilities possible. Um, that's within reason and that's feasible for the club. What we need to avoid is to keep moving around to different venues. We need to know that you know, our fans need to be secure. Our fans need to know that we are a Brisbane team and that we've got a home. Whether that is Ballymore, and we're really pleased to have a great relationship um, with QIU and, and the people there, but for us it's about ensuring that Brisbane Raw has the best base, that we're secure, that we have stability. Um, so whether that be... Um, a, a Ballymore, whether that's a Perry Park like where we are now, um, I think these conversations have to keep occurring. There's also talk about the uh, facility Upper, upper Brendale. Uh, is that, is, where, where is the update on where, about the construction at the moment and will it be ready for the 2024 NPL season? That's a good question. We, we have um, been in close dialogue with Moreton Bay City Council. Um, things are progressing, but there have been some slight construction delays. Um, those things are, are beyond our control. What we can say is that we're extremely keen to um, get into that high performance centre. We are going to kit it out. And again, this is going to be crucial for us to ensure that we deliver high performance to all our teams. So we are hopeful that our MPL season kicks off with um, a home base at Ballymore. It will enable our academy products um, and youth players to um, have the best facilities possible moving into an MPL season. And again, that team to us is extremely important. It's not just about participation anymore. We want to produce players like Tom Waddingham, like Quinn McNichol, like Ryland Brownlee that you've seen come through this season and we want to produce more of those. So without providing them the best facilities, it's really hard to nurture that talent. So Brendale is going to play a key role. If we can... Um, if we can get in there before our pre-season, then, then yes, for sure. Um, but if, if the facility is not at a, at a professional standard that we require, then we'll, um, we'll hold off. Final question, 12 months from now, where do, where do you see the club being at? Where I see the club in 12 months is, is the fans, the members, our sponsors, um, anyone who, who's on that borderline of, of not sure whether or not to support the Raw, they're going to be back in, they're going to be on the journey and that's where I see us in the next 12 months. At least, um, you know, it's always easy to sort of propose 
um, success on the field, but what we want to see is the off-field success. So that's the buy the buy-in from our fans. We get the people back loving their own club, um, and then the results will speak for themselves. Yeah, thank you, Cass. Thank All you right. for your time, and good luck this season. Thanks, guys.